Hey, welcome back. Hey, today's topic is really important because it has to do with your relationship. Sometimes you have doubt, and what do you do with that? Well, in today's episode, you're going to learn about what to do next. You know, when you get married, sometimes we think that, you know, everything's just going to work great. You know, or maybe you're in a relationship where you're dating or, you know, you have a significant other you spend a lot of time with and, and you really cherish that relationship. But sometimes in that relationship, what can happen is there can be some things that are said or there's some actions that don't quite line up with maybe some of your expectations. And what can happen is we can begin to focus on those. And then that focus leads into us noticing other things about the relationship. But we got to be careful. Every relationship has its flaws. Every person has their glitches. Every person does their weird things. There is not a perfect person on this planet. But if we start to notice one thing wrong with our significant other, and we begin to focus on that, we can actually start to discover all of their glitches. Now, I'm so grateful that my wife, Kim, doesn't look at all my glitches. Because if she looked at all my glitches, I bet she could find a thousand glitches. And I know what would happen. If she saw the thousand glitches and she started to think about her thousand glitches at me, what would happen is her language would change with me. Because then she would start to speak to me like there's something wrong with me. You see, a small amount of question or doubt in our spouse can cause us to actually change our language. And so, for me, my mind can get wrapped on her glitches. But you know what happens. What we focus on becomes the bigger part of what we notice. Now, I have glitches. Kim has glitches. I bet everybody that's here all has glitches and we all admit we have glitches, but it doesn't do us any good to create that to become something between us in a relationship because that can cause some distance and cause some issues. And so for me, when I, in my mind all of a sudden starts to catch on to Kim's glitches and I start to see more of those, I've got to pull my head out of that thinking and go, wait a minute, how am I speaking to her? How am I talking to her? Because if that's if I look for what's wrong, it's how I'm going to talk. If I look for what's awesome, it's how I'm going to talk. And language drives the relationship. Language drives our behavior. And language comes from our thoughts. So for something to remember, when you first met each other, you both loved the differences and the similarities that you had between each other. You literally are coming from two different places. Your own story, your own past experiences, your own things. And remember, as this relationship begins to mesh and melt together, those differences are still there. Those similarities are still there. But it's just a sad day when I hear of a spouse who questions or doubts the relationship because they're finding differences. And it's like, wait a minute, weren't those differences there when you got married? And they're like, oh, no, no, they weren't. It's like, oh, wait a second. You were in bliss state where you didn't see anything wrong with them. You know, when we're in that blissful love, we're kind of blind 
in, in, in the relationship because everything's perfect, right? Everything's perfect when you first meet. But as you spend time with each other and as time goes along, we have to manage what our mind looks at. And remember that your spouse has always had those differences, always had those little glitches along the way. But be cautious about how you are looking at them because it makes a difference. And you both have come from two different places. As many glitches as you can find in your spouse, you have the same amount of glitches. And that's what I got to remind myself is, oh, Kim has a glitch, me too. Oh, look, I have a glitch, oh, Kim too. And so we both have our own lists of how that works. But what is it that I want? What do I want? Do I want a great relationship? Do I want a relationship that's meshing and melting together? Well, then that's going to require me to look at her goodness, her greatness, her sweetness, and everything that she does that I absolutely love. You manage your attention. You manage your attention and point your attention on what matters. I, I remember hearing a husband and wife tell, tell Kim and I, we were teaching a class called Royalty and Romance here in Salt Lake City. It's a relationship class. And we were teaching this class and uh, a spouse raised their hand because they had a question. And the person said, what do I do when just the typing sound of my spouse's fingers on the keyboard of their laptop really irritates me? And that was the question. They were wondering, what do they do with that kind of irritation? And they said, do I make them leave the room? Do I make them go to the other downstairs? Do I make them put their computer away? Wow, that person was sensitive. You can tell that their mind had hooked into too many things that were wrong to where the very sounds of fingers on a keyboard was driving them into the levels of irritation. You know your attention span and your, where your attention is going when you're that sensitive. When something so simple and so insignificant is driving you to want your spouse to leave the room. We're in charge of our attention span. We're in charge of our attention and where it's focused. And so if, when you're wondering, what is this that's happened between my spouse and I, you got to get a hold of your head. It's not your spouse. It's you. It's you. Now for my marriage to make it to 50 years being married and 60 years being married, because right now I'm at 27 wonderful years of being married. I have had to get a hold of my thinking and steer away from looking at my wife's glitches. And my wife has had to get a hold of her thinking and steer away from all my glitches so we can keep an incredible marriage together. And we have our moments where we point out our glitches, <laughs> but they're always there. We're different. We're different. So maybe have an intention of how much you love them and what you're willing to look past. Anybody can find evidence in their spouse to not be with them. Anybody can. Anybody can find all the glitches, but it really determines what you look for. You know, I was standing on the edge of a field one time and my dad said, you know, Kirk, if you walk out into that field, looking for cow poop, you'll find it. <laughs> I was like, dad, that's, that's wise. You're right. You go looking for cow poop, you'll find it. And then he said, you know, Kirk, if you go out looking for flowers in that field, you'll find them. And isn't that true? We find exactly what we're looking for. 
And so in this experience, you know, for things to improve, I must change the way I talk about it and how I see it. And so if you want your relationship to be better, it's up to you. If you want to have doubt, you can have doubt. You want to have concern, you can have concern. You want to have, find their glitches, you can find their glitches, but you're going to create what evidence you decide to focus on. So make today a better day. Make a day better, a better day by helping your spouse with the things that they love to do and you mesh and melt that relationship closer together. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here. And thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below, you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.